Welcome to Your Thought Life Podcast. I am your host, Michael Anderson. I'm professionally trained in cognitive behavior therapy and neuro-linguistic programming. I help people overcome mindset challenges. If you haven't already, do subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any of the episodes that are released on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. And if you're on a platform that supports it, that's where you listen. Please leave us a rating and review. And thank you so much for your support of the podcast. The topic for today is three ways to be confident no matter what. Family, if you're like me, you've probably had some period in your past where you can look back and see a set of circumstances, some significant event, for some even a very pivotal or life-defining moment. Because you didn't have the confidence, you were unable to seize that opportunity. I look back in my past and I see a whole bunch of those. This is a real topic for me. Out of the storehouse of my own memories, there are enough recollections of comparing and contrasting where I used to be to where I am now to make my eyes sweat. Confidence is one of those elements that sometimes we overlook. Confidence is one of those elements that some people desire to have and they don't know how to obtain it. Confidence empowers us to tackle challenges with resilience and it helps us to make informed decisions without coming to fear, decision, and doubt. We're able to engage authentically When we have confidence in ourselves, who we are, and our brand, confidence fosters positive relationships, it creates opportunities, and it gives us the get-started energy that we need to go after our dreams, our goals, and our aspirations. Confidence, family, is an important asset to have in your tool shed. Keeping with the title of this podcast, we're going to look at three ways that we can be confident no matter what. We're going to look at self-awareness, positive self-talk, and preparation. If you're new to the channel, we talk a lot here about self-awareness. We say in so many terms and in a slew of different ways that this is the foundation for us really getting to know who we are. This is how we become conscious or aware of the things that we're consciously and subconsciously doing, thinking, and or behaving. Self-awareness is about understanding your emotions, your strengths, your weaknesses, your values, and your motivation. These form the lens with which you see life, how you interact with life, and how you interpret your inner environment and your external environment. If you're unclear on the internal and external environments, I would ask that you take a listen to yesterday's talk where we did quite a bit to unpack that. You'll find that under August 7. When you have a clear sense of who you are, You're able then to make informed decisions, navigate those situations with clarity and with a greater degree of confidence 
because when you're self-aware, you have a propensity to understand what you are going through and why, or what you're up for and how you're going to be able to press through it no matter what. Said a little bit differently, it's another degree of emotional aptitude. It's paying attention to your emotions and your reactions. It's understanding what triggers you either positively or negatively. What is it that makes your emotions flare up, so to speak? Awareness in this particular realm is really about managing your emotional responses effectively. Get the emotional aspects right. Then you can really begin to understand you a little bit better. Because by understanding what you're responding to emotionally, you can seamlessly start to dovetail into your strengths and your weaknesses. By identifying what you're good at, you're able then to use that as momentum. Anytime you have momentum through strength, through something you're good at, where you have known good experiences that you can look back and pull forward, that's going to help you with your confidence. In the same way, recognizing your weaknesses, or what some might call your limitations, I like to refer to them as opportunities for growth, this is going to give you an edge so that when one of your buttons is pushed, when one of your triggers is engaged, and it has anything to do with these areas of opportunity, you will have already journaled those. You will have already put those in a proper perspective, in a proper light, and you already know that you have on your roadmap dedicated cycles to go address those. Therefore, that should take the sting out of the trigger. It should take the mechanical component of pressing that button away where the button can no longer be pressed. Finally, within this space we're calling self-awareness, your values and your beliefs define your core values. What is it about you through this whole awareness process you're going to undergo that makes you believe what you believe? And these values that were either passed down to you or learned from authoritative figures in your life, your parents, your upbringing, how do those create that lens that I'm referring to as to how you see life, how you do life, and how you interpret these environments? These things are very important for you to understand so you have a complete picture of self-awareness. Self-awareness is self-reflection. It's you taking a deep, honest, non-judgmental look at why you behave the way you behave and the patterns that you see playing out in your life over and over again, whether they're positive or negative. Again, no judgment. Step number two, as we progress from self-awareness, we now move into self-talk. Well, what's the big idea with self-talk? The big idea with self-talk is you have an inner critic. This inner critic is going to go above and beyond his or her duty to protect you from anything that might 
be reminiscent of some of those memories that you've already created that did not have a positive spin, that did not have positive outcome, that were painful, that were hurtful. Through this process, this protective process, that voice will begin to speak to you and it's going to tell you what you can't do. And by telling you what you can't do, it prevents you from doing it and therefore you don't experience one of those bad memories again. So it's important as this second component to the whole self-awareness model and us being confident no matter what to pick up on the notes where positive self-talk is active in your life and you're at a point where you're seeing yourself from time to time and you're hearing that voice from time to time chiming in in different circumstances and different situations. It involves you, this step, taking those negative thoughts and replacing those negative thoughts with constructive thoughts, with optimistic thoughts, with thoughts that embody the principle of can do rather than can't do. The way that you talk to yourself can significantly impact your self-esteem and your confidence. Your self-esteem, how you feel about yourself and your confidence Those go hand in hand. You need both of those to be equals. You need to grow those together. If one is larger or greater than the other, and let's just suppose zero equals neutrality, and one is negative and the other is positive, that's not going to work. If both are even neutral, that's not going to work. We've got to grow these through the self awareness process and speaking to ourselves differently to get both of those to raise up to they're both positive. And when they're both positive, now the can-do mindset is somewhat automatic. It's pre-programmed, if you will. Replacing these negative thoughts with positive thoughts, then reaffirming those with affirmations to deep seed them into your being, to overwrite some of these subconscious programs that are just been fired and wired since you were a youth is going to give you the edge that you need to finish this process. Again, what we're talking about today is how is it that I can deploy these three tactics to be confident no matter what? Self-awareness, positive self-talk, and preparedness. But back to the self-talk component. Another thing that you can do to this is you can add gratitude. Gratitude is so awesome because it is an elevated feeling. It's a high-level feeling. It is not a low-level vibration. It does not detract from your energy reserves. Gratitude puts you in a very positive state of mind. And we know from the principle of states that you cannot be in two states at the same time. If you're practicing gratitude and you're thinking about all the things you do well and you're thinking about all of the things that have happened for you that are good and you're thinking about everything that you're thankful for and everything that's going well, just those few sentences, I started to feel better about myself. And you will too. Being in this grateful state 
really helps you to be positive. And it's one of the techniques that we use when we're in a funk and we can't seem to break out of these low-level vibrations for whatever reason. We can just sit down, do some breathing exercises, five seconds in, five seconds out for about two minutes, get that heart rate down, body checks in. It's like, okay, we're breathing slow and steady. That's a sign that all is well. And then we begin to think about the things we're grateful for. Five minutes into this entire process, we're in a really good place. We're back to where we were. That's the power of gratitude. Then be kind to yourself. We, for certain, are our worst critics. We have to be conscious of that. We don't mean to be, but more often than not, it's because other folks have pre-programmed this into us for us to behave this way. And we didn't know any better. We were clean slate or blank slate. And this was the program we got. And hence, it continues as it does until we become conscious and aware of it. Then we make the necessary changes. The final thing is preparation. Like anything in life, we want to build a foundation. If there are skill sets that you're absent for whatever it is that you need to go after, then you have to spend the time to make yourself knowledgeable in those areas. In the world that we live in today, with the access to info that we have right now, I can on my watch speak to it and get back answers like snap of a finger. There's just really no good reason for us today to have any impediments with respect to learning something that we don't know. So I say that lovingly, but at the same time, Firmly, our level of preparedness is going to also be an enhancer for our level of confidence. When I go on to the stage to speak, early on I was so nervous. I thought I was prepared, but I don't know that I actually was. The way I prepare now and the way I prepare then is different. The mindset that I have today versus then is different. Really learning the information to a point where you can share it with somebody and they too can learn it. That's how you know you've got it. When you can go through your presentation with just a couple of cues for each slide, then you know you're ready for that presentation. I'm using presentations, but this could be any area that you're focusing on. Researching, studying, Rehearsal and practice are paramount in the whole arena of preparation. I even visualize myself being on stage, delivering my message exactly how I want it delivered, seeing the audience being engaged, seeing them in their eyes, their clothing. I make very vivid pictures now that I've been practicing for a few years. You should do likewise. This also helps to build confidence. And it's also building the neurological hardware. So when you step on stage or you start to do whatever it is that you're up against that you want to achieve, you're ready to go. You should also have contingency plans. I imagine to myself, what if my mic goes out? How am I going to deal with that? I imagine to myself, what if I get dry mouth. How am I going to deal with that? And you should think about your situation. How are you going to negotiate 
a sudden change, a sudden challenge. All of this contributes to preparedness or being prepared or preparation. The final thing here is when you're going through this process of being prepared, getting prepared, make sure you set realistic goals. Establishing realistic goals for the achievement of whatever it is that's in front of you will always give you an added advantage. Confidence empowers us as individuals to tackle challenges with resilience, the ability to bounce back swiftly and quickly. It helps us to make informed decisions so we don't have to come to self-doubt, fear, indecision. If you want to be authentic, if you want to foster positive relationships, if you want to seek opportunities and go after them with great fervor and zeal, deploy these three tactics and you'll be able to get there. If you've got one or two, deploy the one that's missing. If there's some elements in each of the three that I talked about that they're not using, begin using them. Bottom line, there's three easy steps, self-awareness, positive self-talk, and preparation. You can use these to achieve the goal of being confident no matter what. That's going to conclude this episode. Thank you for your time and attention. We do ask that you share this episode on your Instagram stories. Tag me on IG at your thought life, Y-O-R thought life, no spaces. And do leave a comment. I want to remind you that you are enough. You can do it. And you are uniquely equipped to realize your goals. Until next time, take care and be safe.